Welcome just, to Raisin Man Arena. I was just writing, um, be f- make sure to be funny tonight. <laughs> My little sticky. Yeah, that's a good one. Good. I might want to write that too. At some yeah. point in the sh- yeah. some point during the yeah, show. I recommend it. I recommend it before every app. What kind of things do you guys say to yourselves before you start the show to pump yourself up? Where? How do you get the? How do you get into the raisin mindset? Um. I use the same mantra that I use for everything whenever I have to perform anything, which is that um, we are almost dead. Soon, as soon as the second we're born, we're also just as soon dead. So you should get go on stage and do the show. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like yeah, life affirming. Or <laughs> what? What about you, Sam? I take a nap in my room. That is what uh, you do. I'm usually in a pretty bad mood on Sunday nights, so. So you get um, really upset and do a really I, upset place. Yes, <laughs> I get, go into a really upset place because my job my, Mondays are so dark for me because my job is so hard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're ju- we're chuckling because it's not hard at all. Um, but I, I I take a nap and then I'm and then uh, I'll have a beer, and that's that. And let me ask you this, Sam: After you take the nap, do you feel in a good mood? A great mood. Oh, really? Uh, a great mood. I'm not. Part of me is a little worried about how much stuff is in the living room. Like that gives makes me a little anxious. But oh, no. I'm trying mm. to be like, oh, whatever. You know, it's it's a friend's hang, so yeah. you can't get worried about how much stuff is in. the Sam's living room. mad because I have three drinks. <laughs> I have a soda. <laughs> you can see, I have a beer. Yeah. And I have a shamrock shake that I've been drinking for six hours. You've been nursing it <laughs> for, since this afternoon. And that really throws Sam off yeah, <laughs> to have all to that. that. Does the shamrock shake... Um, it gets better and better. Does it get more... <laughs> can it melt? Is there any any component of it that melts? It's fully in its melted state now, but to me, that's still... <laughs> it's thick and creamy still, and still tastes good. When I was younger, I liked ice cream when it was um, melted. I liked to drink it as a soup, and I would like stir it and spit into it to make it more watery isn't that Whoa. horrible that's disgusting into soup yeah just like ice cream soup hmm. just like a, into it hmm. i would spit into it I, yeah i don't think i needed to do that to get it to, i could have melted through its natural nature yeah, 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 yeah. if you were my kid i would have said you told you to stop immediately <laughs> <laughs> you gotta like kids and sarah also sarah likes to take buy uh fast food and carry it around for hours taking on a little trip hours. with me all day <laughs> yeah. all around the brooklyn sm- the smelliest <laughs> fast food and just t- like lug it everywhere yeah yeah well on one hand on one hand you do eat, you do eat quite a bit of fast food on the other hand you eat very slowly and thoughtfully mm-hmm I don't know if you're thinking about it, but you do it slowly. It seems it's, like you're thinking about it. I'm being very it. mindful. Yes. yes. <laughs> One chicken nugget every hour. You can tell Sarah's been here if you open the fridge and there's a cheeseburger, a half-eaten cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> I like to really taste it and, and pull, have it in my mouth. Um, I, I And now I got a question for the people that are listening on Twitch right now. How come you're at... at the house and not in a beautiful park hang pedro you could be i've seen what i've seen what's going on in miami pedro you could be at the beach you could be at the beach with the joker guy that's um throwing money off of the t- roof of that car you guys see that video mm-hmm. yeah you sent it to me i didn't I see it, it i didn't no see less. it yeah <laughs> i didn't see it so pedro why aren't you there why aren't you there they gotta yeah. get their reason man they're they're absolute <laughs> fiends for yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> Towards the end of the week they start like twitching and like yeah, Anita starts absolutely. scratching their arms. Pages says Sundays for the Raisin Nation. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And if, yeah. if any part of the nation falters, the whole nation goes down. So mm-hmm. thanks for showing. And and, Car- and Carly, why aren't you in uh, McCarran Park? Or something like that. 
Yeah, Carly, you love McCarran. <laughs> Jesus, it's pitch black outside. Oh, I guess it is. Yeah, but you go to the park. There's lights. There's lights, and it's you're young. <laughs> yeah, Carly, you don't you don't want to yeah. be in a 45 degree park, getting accosted by a homeless person. Oh, an unhoused night. person. Unhoused person, dude. Yeah. What? what? An unhoused, unhoused person? Yeah. Is that yeah. the new way to say it? That's yeah. the way to say it. Uh, yeah. Why? Wait, why? Um, I guess the word change is about like homelessness. Not that the word homeless is inherently so bad, but it has just become like a, a designation of like a type of person rather than like these are just people and they are in the state of being unhoused. Yes. Like a homeless person. There's yes. such a like derisiveness. It, to like in, enslaved rather than slaves. Right. Yeah. Mm. In, incarcerated person. Person who's been incarcerated. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I truly fiend this show. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Pedro, I get the sense from Instagram that you're always like filming a music video or on a set or making an art project. And so I'm like, how do you even have time to listen to the podcast? But then I get, I get, my guess is that you're someone that just does stuff a lot and doesn't do nothing frequently or something. I feel like if you do one shoot, you got to take a bunch of pics from different angles and in different parts of the shoot so that you can slowly do a little drip of the posts over time and make it look like different shoots. Different outfits. Yeah different friends coming in each one um we we sh- should do that with uh living here you know uh <laughs> take know. different pictures of different <laughs> angles of the yeah. house i don't know <laughs> too much yeah it might be too much i'm so hype today was the first warm the first day of spring everybody was out everybody was hype everybody had a big boner that's right yeah. It felt like it was in the air, you know? The pheromones, everybody was like um, a Bulbasaur. That's true. pheromones. Yeah, I also feel like mask wearing makes everybody sort of more sexually viable because you just don't really know what anybody looks like and whether that you're into them or not. So almost anybody's eyes, I feel like I look at your eyes and I'm like, oh, Clea, you look pretty good. Yeah, yes. you look into someone's eyes and then they take off your ma- their mask and you're like, oh, that's a 10-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a yep. small child. Yep, yep. <laughs> well, eyes are cute because they're glassy, mm-hmm. you know, so they're like little jewels inside of your head <laughs> sparkling yeah it's really nice like, well, what? i was gonna say for the start of the episode that i liked the music that you played mm-hmm. so much i'd never heard this before really jean-luc ponty yeah and i've played i've played other songs of his before before the show ah so what so you're saying i wasn't paying attention i wasn't listening yeah i think you should be a little more mindful <laughs> he's good he's a jazz violinist electric mm. violinist hearing that song i said this before we started but it made me feel like oh well, why are we even doing the podcast when we could just listen to this music oh, i thought you were gonna and say like, when we could be playing jazz electric <laughs> violin i don't think we could be i don't i couldn't be but we could just be listening to that do you guys have a complex like a lot of comedians have the thing of like they sort of just wish they were musicians actually and that's what dave Chappelle said he said that comedians want to be musicians and musicians want to be comedians yeah but i don't true? think musicians want to be comedians John Mayer really wanted to be a comedian Famously Mm. And that's why he became so cringe Because he was hanging out with comedians And he would like get up on stage and be cringe Had you heard that before? No Am I getting the wrong guy? It's John Mayer right? Matthew McConaughey John Mayer Matthew McConaughey is going to run for governor Yes Yeah What the heck? I don't know what that guy's up to He's got to pick a lane And it it was weird actor for a while But now He's just becoming a weird guy, and sh- he should he should just stick to acting. Yeah. Yeah. It gets confusing now <laughs> when you're really good at acting, and you're like, I can be anybody. 
Yeah. What if what if that enables you you're running for governor? You're like, I'm gonna I'm gonna like expand like town services. I'm gonna like expand like the bus is gonna be free. Like I'm gonna create all these all these like uh, social safety nets. And then he doesn't do it, and he goes. I was just acting. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right. That was just a character. I think every state state is going to get an actor as their leader at some point Mm. in in California was just ahead of the game. I think you might be right in this hyper-normalized... I hope we get John Malkovich. <laughs> he's so talented. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's super right wing apparently though. No, you're I read, kidding me. I read on Wikipedia that he threw a party when somebody was getting the death penalty and it was like a cocktail party to <gasps> celebrate it. Will you no. fact check that, Will? He lives in Massachusetts. <laughs> or he used to live in Massachusetts, which is yeah, famously he's, liberal And he's state. such an artist. But he's a yes. big bald guy. Mm, that's, that's true. true. Yep. That's true. See? That's true. But he's so different. You put a, some Oakley glasses on him and slap him in the front of a pickup truck. Yeah, you know, and you get him filming seat. himself with an yeah, iPhone, exactly. like talking about mm-hmm. the Democrats. Exactly. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, then I hope we get. Um, who's that guy who's like, he's the new Philip Seymour Hoffman? Oh, he looks just like Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, what's that actor's name? I can't remember, <laughs> but he was on, um, he was on, I think, I was going to say, I think you should leave. I'm thinking of ending things. Yes. He I'm, isn't it. I'm thinking of leaving yeah. him here. <laughs> oh, yes. And he's in Vice, too. Yes. What does he play in Vice? And he's in Black Mirror. In Vice, he plays the person who gets to uh, Dick Cheney's. He gives Dick his heart to Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney gets his heart. Jesse Plemons. Jesse Plemons. Wait, someone gave their heart to Dick Cheney? Yeah, he had a... Um, Dick Cheney had like a triple bypass Hold or on a though. heart transplant. Wouldn't yeah. you die if you gave your heart to someone else? Uh, no, not 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 these days, man. Not if it's true and it's pure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go wow. straight to heaven. Yeah, yeah. And it's I think it's a big metaphor in the movie that he's like heartless and he gets someone else's heart and stuff like that. And he kind of he kind of ri- takes America's heart away. I'm actually I'm not sure exactly what the metaphor is, but he he like gets a new heart. <laughs> I'm getting the general vibe of yeah. what yeah, the yeah, metaphor yeah. could be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe yeah, it could be that he's in like... love. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That could be it too. Mm-hmm. He gets um he gets uh the he has the problem that's in uh, me myself and Irene where <laughs> he uh what's that guy's name? Who's the actor in that? I haven't seen it. Uh, Jim Jim Carrey. Carrey, yeah, where he suddenly be, has like uh, different personalities, and he has like oh, a fun shit. side. Oh, Dick Cheney! <laughs> yeah. Is this a real thing that happened to Dick Cheney <laughs> that he had two personalities? Yeah, it's a real thing that happened. To Holy him. crap! <laughs> and that is the bad one that wanted to go to Iraq. Yep. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. 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 Man. But at home, he's like super funny and funky and stuff. That's good. Then, I guess I can't hate him. <laughs> mm-hmm. What if um, Adam Driver was the governor of New York State? That'd be. Ah. <laughs> he's so I think hot. he's. I think yeah. he's hot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he is hot. <laughs> you dropped that one like it was a bomb. I think he's hot. Well, I'm. I'm kind of doing a meme. Yes, yeah. he is hot. Yes. Look at. Look at Sam's not even on. It's just his feet. Oh, Damn yeah, you gotta be on. It's okay. You don't. I, don't, I would rather you be on. <laughs> sometimes, but Felipe, sometimes can I just play by my own rules? <laughs> uh, okay. I won't. I won't press it. Say in the chat if you don't like just the feet for Sam, or if it, you don't mind. Don't you think Jesse Plemons is like, a little in scary. a way, a little ugly looking? Yes, he has like a heavy brow. 
in a fucked up nose. In a fucked I love a heavy brown but man. I, personally. I still like it, but there's something about it that's sort of like ugly looking. But ugliness is hot too. You know, so. Totally. No, I think that now that's the thing with all the actors. Mm-hmm. They're kind of ugly hot. Like mm-hmm. I think that Adam Driver's ugly hot. I like a heavy brown. <laughs> You know, stick to that. I think Ian Faria, our good friend Ian Faria, is very handsome, mm. and he is a heavy brow, and he's also part brow? Neanderthal. Is he really? Did he <laughs> yeah, get his? I'm t- sorry <laughs> for outing out all this shit true? on the podcast. That's yeah. True. yeah, wow, got him. Yes, hmm. yes. So what do we do? you should start treating him a little differently. <laughs> Ian, do you, know, you want to come to our house? You know how he gets when he's like directing us and he gets kind of yeah. angry. And he stuff. gets ape-like. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> he because, starts hooting. That's because of his genes. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Um, yeah. Jesse Plemons in my mind's eye. I can't like, you know how you have a sort of abstract photo of a person in your mind that you couldn't draw on a piece of paper, but you can evoke it. In my mind's eye, his nose is like twisted, like as if just like this, like a mm. sort of fucked up nub that you grabbed. It's made out of mm. clay and you just twist it. That's okay, then looks. I don't have that in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it looks like to me. The thing that you're talking about. Hmm. H- how, how did you guys feel with this warm weather? Uh, I got a little bit burned, which, you know, is always like it's an age old lesson. You go out, the sun burns you. And you yes. gotta be more careful. And it's good for it to happen sooner rather than later and learn that lesson, but you gotta learn it. Cause I got burned. Yeah. yeah. I'm now getting down to getting like a bad sunburn like twice a summer. Hmm. And then every other time I think I've I've avoided it, you hmm. know. Yeah, we went to um the march for taxing the rich yesterday and impeaching Cuomo, me and Sam. It was yesterday. Yeah. 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 Um and Sam came in just the most psychotic full face covering mask and sunglasses and just look like some kind of counterinsurgent I'm domestic terrorist. I was ready for war. <laughs> yeah, he looked like he was a shooter of some kind. I was going to be ready to tax Cuomo yeah. right then and there. <laughs> and I'll tax him myself. <laughs> it was very scary. Um, and we kind of walked around in a big circle and I, I thought it was good. I felt sort of fortified by the sense of solidarity. I don't really know who we were talking to. If any of the rich people were home, we walked by a lot of mansions and fancy apartments where people um, leaned out their windows and were like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, no, we're coming for We're going to get you. We're coming for like, your ass. <laughs> yeah. You live in a nice, I can tell it's a nice building. Yeah, it's there. a big window yeah. that you're yeah. coming out of there. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not sure right what that was Soho. about. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. I once heard that the people that are the most stingy with their money is people that have $1 million because they're around people that have mm, like many million, million dollars. And yeah. so then you're like, hey, we should. And it's like, and they're like, well, you should see the guy that I go to the I go to the uh, party with. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm not, right. I can give it up. You should see the other guy. Right. Like, that's the real rich guy. I'm barely hanging in there. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And they want to send their kids to private schools, but they can't. Yes. Well, I would have welcomed those people with wide open arms Get for a big the march tent. on Saturday. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You will tax you, but if you can give us the paperwork of someone who's richer than you, you know, point us to a person who's richer than you, then we you don't get taxed. You join the club. And it's like that game of tag you played in middle school where <laughs> you, you tag someone, they become part of the blob. It's like, it's yes. like, man, it's like manhunt. Yes. yes. Exactly. We're the blob. We're the blob. Yeah. yeah. It was funny at the end. Um, we arrived at our destination, which I guess was like town hall or something. 
And then we decided, we saw the speeches up uh, up top. You know, there's always speeches up at the top, and then there's speeches at the destination. We saw the top speeches, so we were like, all right, we're good. We're going to go home. And then we were just kind of standing on the sidewalk smoking cigarettes and didn't really realize that behind us, everyone who was still in the protest laid down and was doing a die-in. And we were just kind of hanging out next to it in a way that seemed sort of cavalier. Oh, it's like Seinfeldian. Um, and needed to, like, clear and get out of the way. Because it was just so dramatic. And we had so just been like, we're done. Let's hang out now. Jerry, you got to do the die-in. <laughs> You gotta lay down for the die. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. so funny. No one, no one told you guys. No, no, no. We didn't know there you was guys didn't die get in. the memo. No, we thought it was all upright, walking around, yelling, uh, Up- upright style. We turn around, everybody's dead on the ground. <laughs> well, it's yeah. so funny that moment when you leave a protest and you're like, you just been marching and and you know you're like, then you're like. Oh, I guess I could just kind of leave at any moment. Yeah, I'm and, then, and then you go, <laughs> yeah. and and then like te- after ten seconds of walking, you've become a civilian again. Yes. Yeah. you, you stand for nothing, and like and the protest doesn't even exist. Yes, no exactly. one even knows about it on the block. Exactly, away. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. It's really funny. Yeah, I remember that happening. I used to work in an office building at the Venture Capital Incubator. <laughs> <laughs> there was some kind of explosion at work one day, and um, when I showed up because I started like late in the day, everyone from my office was like standing on the sidewalk and I walked up and they were like there's been an explosion um and they were kind of deciding what to do whether we were gonna go back in the building or get to go home and then my boss made the announcement like everybody gets to go home and I jumped up in the air and went yeah and nobody else reacted (laughs) (laughs) everybody else was quiet and like kind of looked at me they didn't even laugh and my boss was like well I'm not gonna say there's anything wrong with that reaction because I know you're just being honest to how you feel and (laughs) wait so your boss even called you out it wasn't just like wedding (laughs) (laughs) did anyone get hurt no one got hurt and then like it turned out it was just some sort of pipes related thing who, who the fuck knows yeah but like that whole street everyone was like there's been a bombing something's going on something horrible's happening and then I, I since i got dismissed i walked one block away and you know one block over it's just people at the bodega hanging out going to restaurants going into their office buildings like new york is just so totally. and a bombing is so totally like, well that's whatever. that's what it was yeah. like during 9-11 yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> the, people were like, oh, I yeah. don't work in... Um, people exactly. ran away from 9-11 and they're like, let's house. go to a bar. Yeah. Exactly. The tr- the tower got hit and then just one block over, it was just people. Well, wasn't our cares? tower. Yeah. yeah. It's New York. Yeah. World yeah. World trade what? Yeah. They didn't yeah. even know. Yeah. yeah. Only in New York. People looking at it. Like, Only in New York. Yeah. That's what they were saying. Yeah. <laughs> I do feel abject every time we leave a protest like the more serious the worse i feel like you leave a protest and you're like let's go to a bar or like you go to the park and yeah. get a few beers and it's yes. like what's happening and you're like a consumer too yeah. and like all the stuff they're like damn this is let's not. go watch netflix <laughs> <laughs> so strange well i had to find my bike so i had to walk all the way we back up. the whole yes, march yes. and you were marching back like, yes ta- yeah tax the <laughs> yeah, rich tax, tax the rich <laughs> i'm not done with you is what you're saying <laughs> those guys left but i'm sorry yeah it was funny we did piss off a couple policemen you know like i could tell that they were mad that they had to like direct traffic in a mm. certain way and so that that felt like a disruption to me that's good yeah and maybe there was a guy on the sidewalk who was like i never thought about this yeah and now i see these people now totally I'm, okay maybe Totally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Will t- tried to light himself on fire. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, man. Yeah, oh, man. Will made that joke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Oh, okay. They riffed it together. They riffed it together. 
They riff the joke together. He what I, what, I, what happens is Will makes jokes to me all week, and then I save them up, wow. and <laughs> I do them all on the podcast. <laughs> so he's it, it, it is kind of like he's on the podcast, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll say one other thing about the protest, which is just that I I felt kind of impotent and sad, and then we just kept yelling "tax the rich, tax the rich." And I kept thinking they're just not going to let us though. They're yeah, not they're not going to tax them. <laughs> <laughs> no one's getting taxed. The rich have to say that it's okay. Plus, Otherwise. you were like, it's like people just did their taxes; they're done. So it's for another year. We're not going to tax them. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, I did listen to the uh, Michael Barbaro, the Daily, about Cuomo, and they were, he was saying that Cuomo is not resigning because he thinks that the the voters he still has the, the popularity of him. the voters. So I felt felt it was nice that we were kind of going out and saying that we, we don't support like him. You. Do you think yeah. he might say, "Huh, I guess I don't." Yes, I guess I'll I think resign. So. I think so. I think that he saw the four hundred people walking in the middle of the street <laughs> and thought, "I'm cooked." <laughs> Do you think that? Do you think? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do you, so, street, guys, what do you think about yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> and then he calculated that there's got to be some other people who feel a little less strongly that exactly. maybe on Saturday they wanted to just exactly. enjoy the day. Yeah. Exactly. Or maybe he thought I gotta tighten my belt. I I I I'm on strike yeah. too. I can't do one more fuck up because yes. these people. So he's like, okay, yeah. I got a freebie, or I got these last two were a freebie. I got one more fuck up. Yes. That's what he was thinking. Or maybe he thought these people are just impossible and they're nests. You can't make them. <laughs> these are, yeah, millennials. Yeah. You can't make them happy. I felt silly also having to call for the cancel the rent thing. I was like, I think they're not going <laughs> to, they're not going to cancel it. The pandemic's going to end and they're not going to I know. It's like it. we're at the, la- we're at the final stretch, even though people are probably hurting and they might be hurting as much as they were at the beginning, but it's yeah. like final stretch. But I still think they should do it. Yeah. 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 Well, who knows? Who knows? It could still happen if if the Raisin Nation puts their mind to it. <laughs> Have you got if you pray on it, think about it, and okay. organize. And we're gonna be praying. Everyone in Raisin Nation will be praying tonight at nine thirty-five when the show ends. Get <laughs> <Yes>. in your beds. <laughs> you you get in your room. And get God, the- yeah, we're gonna be loud for God so he can hear us. <laughs> loud for God. <laughs> oh, the little raisin logo is animating or not? Yes, it is. I remember. Being in college once and being so humiliated by a speaker one time where I was like, there is this um, black trans woman who was coming to speak about her activism and stuff. And she was like, she was talking about different types of tactics and talking about police, like protecting yourself against the police and then trying to do like strategic acts of property damage and 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 violence against the police or something like that and i was like oh what i remember standing up and saying like what do you think about violence against the police like they already have so many guns and stuff so like we're not going to win by like hurting them like if it's if it's a if you're doing the math of like of pure like who's stronger or something yeah. like obviously the police are like so militarized when and they decide to eliminate us they will they will yeah. they will and i and and she was like well the police are already already are doing violence to us so you know like we don't have a choice and i remember sitting back down and feeling like i was with all like like my friends and like with all these other people who were like in brown social justice yeah and i was like 
I'm so embarrassed. You right got now. you got Why? you got squashed like totally. Wiley Coyote, and then totally. you came up like an accordion. <laughs> like <laughs> that's what happened to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's a good question. Yeah. Well, thank you. I wish you had been there, Sarah. So you could have been like, that's a really good question. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, me and Alex were talking about this earlier. I think he's in the chat still. Um, that we were at a, a protest during the summer where a speaker came on. Will, you were there too. And he was envisioning for us a world without the police, what that would look like. And he was there. They were like building up to him. He was like the last speaker. And it was like, okay, this last guy's really going to lay he's it the out. Headliner. Yeah, he's the headliner. He was going to give us the vision that we were all going to carry forward. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, all right, waking up in the morning in the world without the police. Like I go to, I go to the grocery store, which is collectively owned by me and all my friends and I get my peaches to eat for breakfast and like he was like laying out this dream world and getting on the subway and it's free and all this stuff and and then he sees a crime on the subway somebody uh, assaults someone and he's like so now what happens we don't call the police we make sure that person's okay we invite the person who did the assault to some mediation and if they don't want to do the mediation ah. Uh, then I'm not sure what we do. Um, maybe we <laughs> remove them from no. society for a little bit in some way. Um, <laughs> which was like, he was like reinventing a, a prison. And it was. He meant like putting, you put uh, helium balloons, enough helium balloons you tie them, and then they kind of float up into the sky. Yeah. And it was just like funny. Because I, I understand that part of the discourse is like, we don't know exactly what the world yeah. looks like without police. And that doesn't mean that we shouldn't do it. We should obviously do it, and we'll f have to figure it out. And that's the challenge to us but to have the person kind of lay it out like he was yeah. gonna tell us the answer and then be like yeah i actually have no idea <laughs> yeah i think that it's, it's a key it's a key skill to know when you're gonna tell a story if you have a punchline for it you know because <laughs> if you start telling the story and you don't have a punchline then it just keeps rambling yeah, he arrives at like solitary confinement yeah. or some, some <laughs> horrible like, practice. Tricks himself in like yeah. the death penalty. <laughs> yeah, well, that's not what we do. We kind of leave. We kind of leave options open. And we always know there's the punchline's always coming. If you haven't heard it, that's just we haven't gotten to it yet. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. You can always just kind of keep sort of dragging on a thought when you're not quite sure what to say. <laughs> and... One of your friends is gonna you're kind of putting them up, and they can dunk yeah. on it. Or right? you keep sort of dragging something out until someone else comes in with a new thing, and then it's like, well, you forget about it. Yep. That's kind of what it feels. <laughs> like yeah yeah but that's kind of what it's like just in general with everything uh, Flubu was was home nice did you make your family laugh a lot did i make my family laugh um you know maybe a little bit sure yes oh, that's good i think that's so good. i think so we had a good time we watched a bunch of movies we watched the sopranos we finished the woody allen documentary nice what wow cool what's the verdict yeah what's yeah. guilty guilty guilty, guilty. yes I did it yep. damn, damn. Does it talk about any of his films at all? Or art? Does it talk yes. About how he came up with the idea for Blue Jasmine? <laughs> yes, there's a whole hour on like, Late Woody Allen. It's a lot more like sober. The director's like, I'm sorry, guys, but I, I just, I do really love this yeah. one Woody Allen film, so I'm going to devote a little time to yeah. that. Yeah. No, well, they do have a whole episode where they talk about um how the pattern of that the love interest is always a young woman and in mm. fact they talk to a guy who's like there's a library that Woody Allen has donated all of his scripts to and you can like go look at them and even the unfinished ones he's like and I started reading through them and then I started noticing something weird and then it's a montage of like like typewritten <laughs> pages and it's like open a hot woman 20 years old oh, and the next God. one open a hot woman she's 19 and then it erases which you can't do on a typewriter but in this you know it erases and then it goes 17 you know and he just keeps writing about these young women and you oh see the pattern God. 
Um, oh, wow. So it does talk about his movies wow. in that capacity. And that, and the, but it introduces it through this weird guy who's read all his scripts. Yeah, this freakazoid. <laughs> it's like, I've read every single one of Woody Allen's scripts. <laughs> A guy who probably loves Woody oh, Allen. <laughs> yes. I hate that. But, uh, you know, played Settlers of Catan with my sister. What else? Just had a good time. Did the Woody Allen, did it bring up any disparities of opinion in the family? No. No, we were all like, whoa, that guy's bad. Yeah. Pretty much the whole family. It lays out a pretty good case that he was a bad guy. Yeah. So. And he's about to come out with a memoir, right? Well, they like keep, they keep like, um, I don't know if quoting it or like taking excerpts from his audiobook. And I thought that the memoir was already out because there's like a bunch of it in the movie. Hmm. So is it not out yet? That's kind of surprising if they got like a sneak peek at the memoir. I have no idea. I don't know. This is one of those classic Raisin Man moments yes, where we yeah. don't know. <laughs> well, I'll say this. If they if they got their hands on a sneak preview of the book to use in the documentary about Woody Allen being a pedophile, Taking then down. the publisher fucked up. That's one person that yes. the publisher should not have mm, given yes. the sneak yes. preview to. Highway Stranger here is saying that the book is the out. The book is out. Thank it's, you, Stranger. Yes. I was going to say about the 17-year-old girl, hot 17-year-old girl thing, is um, it, there's an obsession in our culture, I feel like, with the teenage girl who is just about to be an, an adult or of legal sex age, but isn't yet, like a 17-year-old, 16-year-old. And I can just barely remember being 17, even. Like, I have no memories of it. And I feel like it's such a thing, like, in music and films and stuff, the idea of, like, you're on the precipice of being a young adult woman. Just um, like a one Yes. 17. Yeah. Or dancing yes. queens about a seventeen-year-old girl, and those are women wrote those things, but I'm presumably, uh, yeah, I don't know. I if I think of being seventeen, I just remember being like stressed out about an AP World test in like the Qing Empire or something, mm-hmm. and like, yeah. And meanwhile, the whole culture was just. Uh, with, you have a pic- I I probably I mean when you were sixteen, seventeen, you were probably just beautiful and gorgeous. <laughs> 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 uh, I won't respond to that. <laughs> we'll go back to um, Highway Strangers. I thought that was a good search, though. <laughs> it was a good search. <laughs> I was going to do a version of where I had seen a picture of you at 17, but then I thought it's too, the fiction's too great. <laughs> Anyways. When I was 17, I was doing improv with Will. <laughs> it's funny, my 17-year-old memory, I have a memory of being 17 because I was in an improv, in my like improv team, and saying to people that I was 17 years old. Wait, in the I'm team? Seven, I'm sa- Sam Lanier, 17. Yes. Improv. Exactly. <laughs> oh, exactly. I love improv. <laughs> yes. Yeah. My crazy fact is that I love improv. <laughs> funny. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, it, it, uh, it came out that it wasn't, that he was a bad guy. That he was a bad guy. So I'm not going to watch any of his movies anymore. Aw. Unless yeah. I can watch I mean, I don't mean aw. Huh? I, I don't think it's that sad that you're not going to watch the movies. I think it's fine. No, no, no. No, yeah. absolutely not. I mean, I was going to say, unless I can watch them for free in a way where I'm not contributing <laughs> or something like that, you know? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. No, it was bad. It was real bad. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And Highway Stranger says it was quietly published. Isn't that strange to be, I mean, you're a super, super famous person. Why even write a memoir if it's going to be quietly published? And just so Alex's dad can read it. <laughs> he was writing. I want to read his book. <laughs> he was writing straight for Alex's dad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a shame. I must have watched Midnight in Paris five times when it came out when we were like in high school or whatever. I, I so enjoyed that movie. But yeah, me too. It's really sort of beside the point. 
Yeah. Do you guys want to talk about whether you can separate the artist from the art? <laughs> Is that a conversation <laughs> we want to <laughs> delve into? <laughs> I think it would be really interesting. Oh, so that's just because it got canceled and another imprint quietly published it. Oh, shoot. It. Wow. Uh, it came out as a zine. <laughs> it was like a little Brooklyn, like they, they Xeroxed it. That's it came cool. out as a zine. Somebody texted me today that there's like a big scene in New York right now of like um, young people publishing print newspapers on their own and distributing them around Brooklyn. And I haven't heard of that. I haven't seen one of those. I haven't seen one of those. So maybe something to look into so we can kind of be on the edge on that. They should get it on Instagram or something. Yeah, they should digitize that. <laughs> they should have it be born digital. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in Providence, the thing I most looked up to was this newspaper called Mother's News. Have you guys heard of Mo- Mother's News? No. Did you you never saw Mother's News when you were in Providence? I've maybe I've heard of Mother Jones. <laughs> it was not Mother Jones. It was Mother's <laughs> News. It was this uh, like newspaper that I think the guy uh, lived in. Uh, what was that town that was next to Pawtucket? West Falls. Falls. West. Falls. Oh. Uh, uh, Whatever. Anyways, he lived in a nearby Fall River. Fall River. Fall River. Yeah, he lived in a nearby town, and he like put out this this like uh, newspaper where he would. It was like not a newspaper. It was like all this writing, all this like funny kind of whacked out writing he would do, but it looked like a newspaper. And then he would get all these like alt comics guys from Providence and like from elsewhere to like put the comics. It was short. It would be like four pages, but you you would put out one like every quarter or something. And it like it was really notorious. Like it had won these like self publishing awards. It was really weird and interesting. And it had it was kind of this like lyrical kind of essay writing, but not really about. I don't know. I honestly never like read through it enough to like get a vibe of what it was. Mm. Did you ever go? To, sorry, are you not? Keep I'll going. say one last thing. He was Kent's cousin. This guy was Kent's cousin. Ken Smith. Yeah. Oh, cool. So. That's right. Yeah, he has family in Rhode Island. Mother's uh, Nude says Carly. Yep, I, that's right. I went to um, the self-publishing like festival at the the Providence Public Library that they had every year, and it was cool. I'll say that the whole thing makes me think of just like, <laughs> I don't really understand how you make something cool like that happen, like a print magazine or a zine or a newspaper that you're publishing, where like I do feel like there is a desire in young people culture to do something that resists like the internet instagram social media and so like i can imagine that thing being cool but also it just feels so irrelevant in its medium that it's like only as a novelty can i be like oh i found this one issue of it nice but like the idea of like subscribing to the newspaper the young people's print newspaper it's like i it's just hard to imagine them taking off because like every force is just working against you for that to like not work anymore totally yeah you see another one you're like oh, i read the i read the one yeah <laughs> another, another print newspaper. yeah and why would i be reading the articles you picked out in this print newspaper gonna be on the internet look at any article yeah. i want I think a lot of people get a kick out of uh, working in the margins, but not That's us. True. You know, we no, we're, we're, we're gunning for we're gunning for <laughs> yeah. fame. We, just we have a we lot of viewers. We just can't make it, so we are sort of in the margins of something else. <laughs> you know, I actually I got these I got these zines that I think you guys would really like. In fact, I bought enough to like give them to friends. Never ended up giving them to anybody, but I have I still have them here. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Let's talk about that. <laughs> they're called Duplex Planet, and this guy was publishing them. He published like hundreds and hundreds in the nineties. And what it was is he worked at an old folks home and he would interview the old folks and then he would uh, publish what they said and their oh, interviews. Oh, I've gotten one of these. From Did I give you day. one? Yep. It's really sweet because he will sometimes like cut 
like cut what the uh, old people say into sort of like tweet length things and they're like really funny and poetic that's awesome they read like really funny tweets or he interviews them and like sometimes they're like a little bit like gone and so the stuff they say is funny or sometimes it's like profound like the the book feels really like uh like has this real heart to it and it's really funny and interesting that sounds really awesome Cause it's like old people don't know how to tweet. So we have to take their words and figure out how they would tweet yes. if they knew <laughs> exactly <laughs> how to do it. That's important. Hmm. Oh yeah. I hope I'm tweeting when I'm 90. <laughs> I really hope so. I'm doing, I'm trying to do a pitch, like make a television show pitch. That's about these four siblings whose dad commits suicide and they have to deal with his huh. aftermath. Huh. Huh. I wonder where that, that came from. Did you do some research? I think it's, there's something really, as I've been trying to like make this, I thought, oh, there's actually something really cathartic and nice about making, like telling a story that's like semi-autobiographical. Um, and it, it just makes me, that's what you saying the thing about the guy doing making little zines from stuff from his life is uh makes me think because it's like oh it's it's nice sometimes to not like just imagine anything (laughs) imagine anything we're in a jungle it's the future right exactly (laughs) there's something so exhausting about that and then to make something that's like really close to an actual experiences you had is like totally liberating and free yes, and also yes, like yes. a real joy because then you get to re-ima- relive all your own memories yes. about it and like change them and amplify them yes, yeah yes. i i think there's probably a hundred aphorisms about this but like doesn't art is related to limitations right like you have to put with limits comes like great thinking i feel like yes. the openness of any idea anything you can make any medium is like that doesn't inspire creativity totally like and so truth is a limiting factor is a nice thing to be like, I'm going to tell this like it really happened. Totally. Yeah. I, I, I thought of um, a different uh, joke. Can you just um, say that you're p- pitching a show and then say the premise of it again? Yeah, I'm, I'm pitching a show that's about these four siblings that are dealing with their uh, their dad's suicide and their estate, his estate and stuff like that. Oh, like what happened to me? i wish i'd said that yeah that's funny you said it brother I you said it you got it, it. it. <laughs> really good comedian if you the second thing you thought of yes. that you didn't say was the oh. thing you said. oh you know when you're driving home from the party yeah. and you're thinking i should have said that i should have said on the that staircase yes yeah after the conversation yeah, yeah. sarah but sarah also imagines in addition that uh, she, the person she could say it to already knows her and is her good friend, you know? Yeah. So it's not only is it the second thing you think of, but also the stranger in front of you is actually like your one friend, of your one friends. of your best friends. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, do you, what you were saying about the writing down the old people's tweets idea just made me think of like how in the industry in which I work, there's just so much talking about like how important it is to tell stories and everyone getting their stories heard and stuff. Oh yeah. And so, <laughs> stories are important. <laughs> which <they're, laughs> stories are really important. <laughs> they're maybe the most important. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it doesn't matter what happens in your life as long as it, someone writes it down. Yeah. And, yeah. After water, it's stories. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was just thinking about how in the United States, like people understand that stories are commodities now and basically like if you try to produce um documentaries you're not supposed to pay subjects and documentaries in the traditional journalistic sense because um that's sort of would 
bully the truth or whatever. Because then um, they're like looking at the director like, is this is what that you want to hear? Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But everyone has this understanding now that they're like, oh, what, you want me to put my story on TV? What are you going to give me? Um, like, it's not that inspiring of a thing to do but i have a i heard this from a friend of a friend one of our friends from high school like lives in peru and i think in a remote part of it and um, whenever he meets people and tells them he's a writer um he'll meet people who i think like they just live in isolated areas of the world and are like oh my gosh you're a writer you have to tell my story oh, and we'll really? like literally say it to him and i'm and like, oh. like you're cringe you're being cringe you're being neoliberal <laughs> <laughs> yeah my story is a commodity that will make you and me a lot of money so you better tell it some yeah. some like village person in peru's like you gotta tell my story it's like oh my god you think stories are important (laughs) (laughs) i just think that's funny like it's such a dream for like a a brooklynite person for someone to be like yes i really want you to tell my story like no one wants you to (laughs) get involved with them and their shit Uh. and and people can tell their own stories and yeah so sometimes people around me be be telling too many stories (laughs) yeah i love to tell stories uh, in the form of video games that i want to (laughs) play that's kind of a story and that needs to be told yeah man (laughs) i took a break from games but i started up again a little bit it's fun what did you learn from the break that you missed that you like playing video games no that it messes me up and that i need to do it way less (laughs) and that i should be heading into a direction where i'm not going to play them for a while Mm. i think i had i think covid was my time and i think now it's getting warm it's like i just and it feels good it's like i just don't want this to be such a big part of my life like it was during covid so but i did play a little more of pathologic it's funny because you played them in your room a lot, so I don't think I ever really got a sense of how much you were playing them. He was really getting out of hand. There was a time yeah. when I was every time uh, before I went to sleep, I would play for an hour, like, and every night that we would like stop hanging out, I'd go, I'd go in my room and play for an hour, and it was like every night, and it was just fucking me up. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I remember once I was here for a sleepover, and um, <laughs> no, traditionally at a sleepover you hang out until you go to sleep, and uh, I was kind of just laying there sleep. I was like, okay, well I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go in my room play video games, and uh, that just seemed like a violation to me of like. Well, you said I said I'm gonna play video games, and you were like, huh, you're gonna play video games? I was like, yeah, and you were like, you're gonna be right there, <laughs> awake, and I said, yeah, and then I played Dark Souls for 45 minutes, and then it popped in my, I said. I thought, oh, Sarah meant that what I was doing was rude. <laughs> so I came back out and Sarah was awake and I said, wait, what I did was rude. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and didn't, I didn't understand because in my mind I was like, in the game. Cause yeah. in my mind, it's like, it would be like me saying to you, I'm going to, I'm going to go to bed and read. I see. You know, it's like, I'm going to read before bed. You wouldn't be like, huh, you're going to be awake reading instead of hanging out. It seemed to me like, you know, children, you were going to go in your room and play and I wasn't going to be allowed to play anymore. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I was going to be left in the dark. There's another friend in my room <laughs> I'm going to play with. And he has cooler stuff and we're going to play with it together. <laughs> I just had a yeah. different idea of what the game, but... You know, it's like playing Dark Souls before going to sleep is a is a recipe for not getting good sleep. Well, I I still really want to play Left 4 Dead 2. So if you can figure out, yeah, how your that's right. Not crash. That was a good time when we were playing Left 4 Dead like every night. Yeah, you, me and Will. That was fun. Yeah. There's a game. There's another game we should play. I'll tell you about it later. Okay. But it's Sarah, multiplayer. If Sarah hears about it, she'll. I'm gonna get upset. <laughs> really, really <laughs> upset. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, that's a, that's not part of my life anymore. Now it's going to be reading, meditation, outside, go doing yoga in the park. Yoga in the Felipe park. is going to start doing yoga in the park. Everybody, yes. actually, he is. That's I'm going to start said. doing. No, I'm going to start doing high intensity training in the park. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Sam. 
That's cool. Just like waving at people who walk by <laughs> and like giving people daps. Me like, yeah. what's up, man? Yeah. yeah. Doing a free hug station. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yes. Oh my God. Walking into a bodega with no shirt on and Dude, buying a kombucha. When everyone's vaxxed, I feel like the free hugs economy is going to be. It's going to be. Yes, yeah, so we're going to go back to free hugs. Free yeah. hugs are going to be in again. <laughs> but yeah. COVID is literally over. It's over. COVID is, COVID is literally over. <laughs> It's over. It's literally I think, over. I think COVID will actually, there will be a point where COVID is, is truly over and uh, you and Will will be living exactly the same way. <laughs> Nothing will have changed. You think you'll around. be different? <laughs> You're going to be different. I'll, I'll try and be different, but you guys won't let me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stay, Sam. That's funny. No, I'm um, already a whole new man. Uh, uh, for people who... I was telling my friends earlier, like we were talking about the vaccine and, and I was telling them how I'm not excited to get the vaccine because I already know so many friends who are fully vaccinated and their lives have not changed one So bit. he's uninspired yeah. to bother. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's because I was saying, because we need critical mass. It's once you get the critical mass, that's when it makes a difference. Oh, dude, you should, you guys should be out there. You should have gotten a little ATV and driving around Brooklyn. I'm not vaxxed. I'm not vaxxed. That's true. And, well, Will, that and Will's is. wife's up, <laughs> if I can say that. And uh, and I'm vaxxed. Yes, you got vaxxed. Um, wow, what a journey. That's right. And you were the first one of us to get COVID. You remember that? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, pretty special. And it, it felt the shot. Listen to this. I haven't even told you guys this. No. The shot did not hurt. Oh, that's great to hear. It what about the second one? did not hurt. I haven't had the second one. So. Oh. Don't you think that's a little fishy? It was a little fishy. You think you think um, it should hurt? No pain, no gain? Yeah, well, I'm just saying, you know, there's been all these doubts about whether the vaccine is a, you know, a, a government plot or to, um, you know, anesthetize us or control us. So I just think it's weird that there's no, no pain. pain. Yeah. And also, Sarah, were you, did you feel any feeling in your body after you got it? Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> I know. It's like giving a it's giving like a treat to a little kid, like every 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 detail. Oh, wow. no, wait, they're saying what? That it's a government? Oh, you think there should be some pain? <laughs> I'll say that when I went to get the vaccine, I already had these two band-aids on the back of my arm. I put them I have this uh, an anxiety thing where I scratch the back of my arm. I put the band-aids here so that when I go to scratch my arm, I'll be like, oh don't do it because it doesn't feel like my skin. And uh, I did that, and I've been anxious because I have a new job. And I sat down to get the shot, and I like rolled my sleeve up, and she was like, "What's this? You already got two vaccines?" <laughs> yeah, I'm on my third. Hit me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "No, it's because I'm anxious." And she was like, "Anxious about what?" And I was like, "My job." And she's like, "You gotta get another job." And I was like, "God, just give me the vaccine." And no, talk to me about this. You're <laughs> 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 not my therapist. <laughs> yeah, but it was a great experience. And then what's fun is you get to you get corralled in with everybody else who just got vaccinated because you have to wait 15 minutes to see if you um have an allergic reaction and it was just fun being in the area with the, the, all the people and there's a doctor sitting up at the front desk and if you start to feel weird you have to go up to the doctor and tell me you know i'm feeling I feel really weird. itchy <laughs> I'm, i bet that everybody yeah. was so hype in there and like trying to go on dates with each other and stuff he's like making eye contact yeah yeah and you were like just so you know 
I'm kind of weird already. <laughs> <laughs> if you think I'm weird after the vaccine, it's not because the vaccine has given me a neurological disorder. Yeah, it was cool. And it also was funny. I went with my friend to get it when she, she got into the corral after me and she asked the guy who was like assigning us seats, can I sit next to my friend? And he was like, what? And she was like, can I, can I sit next to my friend? And he was like, no. And then I was like, well, can I come and sit next to her then? And he just go, got really irritated and like, yeah. When you were getting it. Wait, with- you did that? Mm-hmm. That's a funny little <laughs> riff to do in real life that's like a live riff i was being fun i was in a a light mood yeah that's great so when you were getting it you didn't for even for a second think okay this needle's gonna go in my arm and i'm gonna get bell's palsy or something i got i was scared i got actually scared once i got home one i was scared i was almost crying before i got it because i was so scared oh my god and then afterwards, I was like laying in my bed being like, so what is it going to be like birth defects or like cancer <laughs> or like, yeah, I'm going to lose all my memories. Like what the fuck's going to happen? Because there's a sheet of paper in front of the person who register like signs you in that says like, by the way, the vaccine's not approved by the FDA. None of them are. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. Because I think whatever the FDA approval process is must not work on a timeline. Didn't they get it on the fat? No. Wait, what? Didn't they get it on the fast track? Emergency approval. Emergency but it's different from if it's the will say it's emergency approval different from a regular approval that doesn't matter to me because i don't trust the fda so what do i give a shit what they approve or what they don't approve yeah, when yeah. Sarah, whenever sarah walks into a bodega to buy her sports drinks they, say, yeah. they mention that to her as well by the way none of the stuff you're about to purchase is fda approved you said fine by me you said approve this yeah. <laughs> i hope we don't get banned for doing that yes so I saw that and that kind of freaked me out. But then I was just laying in bed, kind of feeling upset that it was going to do something really horrible to me eventually. But then I thought, well, they're, it's going to happen to me. Mitch McConnell's going to get it. Yeah. My friend that just got it's going to get it. We're all going to get the weird. Everybody's going to become one of the characters from Spy Kids. Yes. Do you remember where they're like, help us? The big thumb. Well, no, the thumbs, the thumbs <laughs> are the henchmen. I'm talking about the guys whose faces are all like oh, yeah. soft serve ice cream. Oh, yeah. yeah. You remember yeah. that, Sam? I do. Yeah. It was scary as hell, right? I yes, do. I remember that I too. I saw Spy Kids years after it came out when I was old and it still scared me. Yeah, I was terrified as a little kid. Yeah. Well, Spy Kids 3D is a video game. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, and then that's t- great, man. You should see if there's something wrong with the tech. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, why don't you mess around with the tech stuff for a little bit? (laughs) (laughs) Two other vaccine fears I had were one that um, it would turn out that only one of the three vaccines caused horrible side effects. And so only a third of our society. Oh, that would be. Yeah. And it would just be like, wait, fuck, which one did I get? I don't even remember. Like when you hear the news that it's going to happen. I got Pfizer. Will, you got Moderna. Mm -hmm. So me and Will might not be in the same boat. Um, And then another fear I had was that what if in just like four weeks, six weeks, they realize some horrible thing about it and it's just in time for you guys not to get vaccinated? (gasps) And then the fact that I got vaccinated fast. Yo. Yo. And that made me really upset. That made me really upset to imagine that you'd be like, well, maybe you shouldn't uh, rushed in, Sarah. Yeah, I don't know what I would say. I'd be like, like, Sarah, I'm so sorry. Oh, damn. We're gonna have to keep doing the podcast, though. <laughs> you can't quit. <laughs> yeah. So that would I would be so fucking blown by you're, that. Yeah. You're gonna still have to do the podcast with your extra uvula. <laughs> you can have another uvula. Yeah. So so many fears, but mostly I'm I'm calm now, and I'm just like, well, it is what it is, and 
I like having a little Band-Aid, and I like um, kind of going around town feeling sort of special. Well, I know everyone will have the vaccine one day. won't be special anymore, but for now, I'm more special. I really can't wait. I really am just counting the minutes. Really? Yeah. I mean... I know. I don't know. I well. I guess you didn't. You haven't had the same anxiety I've had about COVID. Yeah, you don't care about getting sick. Um, no. But the idea that I wouldn't have to worry about this, getting sick, and it would, yeah, I don't know. It, I mean, even if it didn't change my life, it would feel at least symbolically like it was representative of like the thing that we're about to be able to do you know but you know it's like now i can you know go to my parents house i don't have to like worry about this and that or i can like you know go to the beach and if we're in the car i don't have to like have that thought totally we're in the car blah 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 like yeah i thought last summer was so nice i'm just like i could do that again and it'd be okay you know yeah but you know limitations you're sitting around in a little group eastern line in the park and you got your mask on now you can get your mask off don't you want to go to bam Yes. You want to go to Bama see a movie? Want to go to the Claire Denis retrospective? Oh my God! Ooh, you put it like Damn that. Sarah. Just watch Beau Travai yeah. three times in a row. Sarah, you, you know exactly what my Achilles heel is, don't you? I know you don't want to hang out that long anyway. So it doesn't matter to you, you know. Outside, oh man, yeah, yeah. Sam only wants to do a tight forty-minute hang. So. <laughs> I was kind of embarrassed about having to leave early from the hang today, no. but I thought why. Well, you know, it's just, I'm not not, right. I I don't, my muscles aren't built up enough, you know, for like long hangs, you know, so. That's okay. Well, I I got to build it up. Right before we went. I had sort of a breakdown. (laughs) Yeah, Sarah (laughs) said, I don't want to go to the hang. So I think Sarah's muscles are also not (laughs) built up. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Felipe was like, well, then don't, then show up and come and say bye and then peace out. Like I was going to navigate that fluidly. <laughs> <laughs> Showing up at the picnic carpet, saying hello, and then That's venting awesome. a reason to walk away. <laughs> hey, I walked so all the way from Bed-Stuy to Fort Greene. Just yeah. forcing yeah. your friend to do the most like anti-social stuff. Yeah, why don't you just come to the party and show up and make a big speech about why you have to leave? Why don't you do that, Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> totally insane. Well, I was trying to be accommodating, yeah. you know. <laughs> Hot steps. It says, "Hey, to you, Will, if you can hear us." He's in the bathroom or something. Hey. Will says, "Hey." Wait, oh, the volume went down horrifically. Will, or, Will, Will's probably starting his bathroom routine now. It takes, <laughs> it takes about, about an hour, about two hours now. <laughs> <laughs> Felipe is actually getting into skincare. Felipe, why don't you tell us about that? Wait, hold on. I'm doing a little. I'm I'm touching okay. knobs. I don't okay, know. He doesn't want to do it. Whose knobs? Whatever. Um. Yeah. I'm getting into skincare. Who knows why? I'm he's just, gonna he's gonna do a a, a cleanser and then he's gonna do a moisturizer. That's right. Yes. And um. That's all. That's all she wrote. My sister showed me how to do it. I thought, you know, maybe I should just start doing this. Because you still look young, so there's still time. Yeah, yeah. there's still time. You look great, man. Your skin looks great. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah. I'm. I've been feeling like just not. I just feel like look him in the mirror and I just don't just I look feel old. straight. No, it's not even that I look mm. old. I just don't like it. I don't know. I just mm. I'm waiting for the sun to come out and feel great. You know, you start to get my outfits. That's going to make a big difference. Mm. 
But uh, yeah, I don't know what it is. Blueberry is gonna be looking like a eighty-year-old man. Date <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the biggest sketches you've seen, the widest, the widest cactus. Hey, pants. did did uh, twelve of your grandparents just die and hand <laughs> you all their wardrobe? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's basically right. Carly says you look great, Felipe. I appreciate that, that's Carly. Right. I appreciate that's that. Right. Yeah, I don't mean I don't mean to be fishing. It's just where I'm at. Just where I'm at in my mind. And it's okay for everyone to. Come where they are, how they are. That's Raisin Nation. Come as you are. Yeah, come as I, you are. I can tell I'm going to age so quickly. Why? No. Why yeah. makes you say that? No, you're not. So I think it's just my jeans. You know, it's just that kind of rosy. Dude, your skin. jeans look nice. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you dog. <laughs> you little podcast dog. You. <laughs> I love podcasting. Uh, <laughs> I will be on forever. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's just. It's just, you know, that that kind of English, Irish sort of, uh, you know, you hit 35, and I think you just immediately start looking like a raisin. Yeah, or like a old baseball glove. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, white people don't age well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You see that? Uh, white does crack. Yes, white does crack. Did you see that video of that woman <laughs> that um, where she's like, it's a TikTok, and she's like, people are asking to see a picture of me from the 90s. And then she's like, you do realize, like, I was six years old in the 90s. She's like, I'm 35. And then everyone was posting it because she looks quite a bit older than that. Huh. It made me... Yikes. Yeah, it was kind of a yikes. Mm. It's kind of a yikes. Moment. I would just try to... Ha- I would delete those comments and, I, and not post that yeah, video. Yeah, I would Yeah, it's, it is <laughs> kind of an L. It is kind of... Po- it is... She was posting her L. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, it's funny. All our parents, <laughs> yeah. ge- our parents' generation. <laughs> yeah. 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 Huh. It is yeah. kind of an L. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> our parents. Get ready for this, guys. Yeah, please. <laughs> Our parents' generation really sat out in the sun and really baked, you know? Big yeah. time. Big time. My mom used to cover her skin. She couldn't tan because she's too pale. She would cover her skin in baby oil and lay out in the sun and then just burn all of her skin right at the beginning of the summer and then tan after that. Oh and then so God. she has had skin cancer, obviously. Um, it's just an insane. Wait, she has? Mm-hmm. But she was okay. She had melanomas? Uh, it wasn't melanoma. I don't think it was whatever, another kind. But it was cancer and they got, she got cut off and now fun uh but damn yeah well honestly this year of covid you know we've been inside not seeing a lot of sun i mean i haven't been seeing a lot of sun actually that's a lie because during the spring i was seeing quite a bit of sun but then during not the spring just kind of stay inside yeah i'm just not going to count my birthday this year because of covid yeah this is kind of a lost year this is a freebie yes this is a freebie yes Hmm. I was about to say, do you want us to plan a special birthday party for you? But we just <laughs> we can just do it. I'd love another one. <laughs> Sarah got me a great birthday present. She got me a Deli Girls t-shirt. I did. It's a cool shirt. It's cool. Yeah. Wait, what did I get you? You got me a uh, hat that says Sam Langier. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. I got a hat that has his name misspelled on it. Yeah. Funny. I think that is funny. It is funny. It is funny. Yeah. I was wearing it the other day and someone didn't get it and i was like oh it's funny because it's like my name but it's spelled wrong and they're like what why would give me names wait say it in pig latin (laughs) don't no maybe don't say it if you don't want to or say it in pig latin (laughs) say it in pig latin (laughs) uh it was sarah winnick (gasps) 
Worst case scenario. Of course you wouldn't get that. Sir, if you're listening to this, of course you wouldn't get that joke. Wow. Wow. That's funny. If you're new to Raisin Nation, that Felipe and Sarah used to date their exes. And she got him without even knowing. (laughs) Even in the afterlife, she finds a way to roast me. Yeah, she's dead, actually. (laughs) In a way. Uh, No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. (laughs) I saw now. She got your ass. Yeah, Yeah, she didn't get my ass. But I think it's funny. Wait. I think it's great. Yeah, it's a great joke. That's another. My siblings joke. think it's funny. That's great. Mm, nice. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, Sam. Sometimes I think, oh, do Sam's siblings think that I'm like a terror? No. I don't know why. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> why? Because you you are so, such you're a, not supportive. So misbehaved when you yeah. play StarCraft. <laughs> yeah, because I'm misbehaved when I play StarCraft. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just no. have it in my head. Okay. No, Cole likes you. Okay. Uh, I guess I don't know if Lily or Henry really have any opinions about yeah. you. I had lunch with Lily once. That's right. Yeah. That's she right. dressed like Sam, but is a girl. Yep, exactly. <laughs> cool. Yeah. In fact, I love I n- sex. In fact, I never saw them in the same room together. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> they kept going to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we we tried to um, kept going to the bathroom and kissing me when they were at the table. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we tried uh, when our parents divorced. We tried to kind of do a parent trap thing and tried to get them back together. But my dad just decided to kill himself. You guys are being so That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> you should say that on stage. You should say that on stage. That is funny. <laughs> no one would laugh because they don't know that my. Well, you have I to set it up. First. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, or I think they might believe it, right? Because, like, who would say that? Who would make that joke about their dad? I wouldn't. Or my, oh, people would. People will say anything on stage. Yeah. I do the okay. classic. By the way, I can say a joke like that because yeah. my dad actually did that. Yeah. yeah. And people would go, woo! Yahoo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Carly says Lamau, but I don't know what at. Yeah, something. Yeah. Something. Maybe I think probably the joke Sam just did, yeah. right? That's pretty Yeah, funny. probably. Yeah. Um, you know what I was thinking about the other day? I can't remember if I talked about this on the podcast before, but remember when we were at the Efficiency Open Mic and I did a set about, it was um, about how I don't understand why the, the sounds birds make don't sound like a song to me. And that was my whole three minutes was talking about that. And it wasn't very funny. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't ever done it before, and uh, but I did it and, and I got the stage. And the next person who went up after me, I'd never seen them perform there before. I didn't know who it was. This guy wearing like a comics t-shirt with like Batman and the Joker and like that rocks. characters on it. <laughs> and, um, he got up to say uh, to talk directly to me and to say you know people only laugh at your jokes because you're hot and oh, you lean and skateboard and like I was funny. there I was yeah. there yes 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 yeah and like wow it's just wild that like you do stand up and you know it was so so mean to me um, and the, the room it was just like absolute silence and it was also it was super annoying though because like my literal my best friends from Philly run that mic and they just were paralyzed <laughs> didn't know what Damn. to do when all they needed to do was like they knew the guy's name they just had to be like all right thanks sam or whatever you know and then like have the person's turn be over but they didn't they were just frozen and this person was being really mean to me and then he was trying to like engage with me and he was just like like what's your name what's your name like trying to talk to me and i was like i'm not gonna talk 
to you? And he was like, what? And he seemed like surprised that I was offended. I can't even remember the rest of what he said. It was really mean though. Um, and I, and it was just a sort of virulent misogyny and it was fucked up and Mariah Oxley got involved and, uh, defended me. And then he started going up to Mariah and was like, you're not fucking funny either. Cause she'd also gone up. She'd done a song. Um, and <laughs> I don't remember if it was funny or not, but anyway, I was just thinking about it last night and I'd always thought it sucked because it was just like sexual harassment. But then last night I was thinking about how like, it's also just a really mean thing to do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. Like to get up on it stage and to say just about someone's jokes that they were that bad. Cause yes. like, it's one thing to sort of sit and in your head be like, Oh, I'm just, I don't want to fuck that girl. She should shut the fuck up. Like kind of thing. Holy shit. I should sit on stage. Yeah. That would be really funny it's if just, I said that. Yeah. It's a really <laughs> weird thing to think you should do on stage. It's so mean. Um, yeah. yeah. So I was just thinking about that. That was psychotic. It's funny. I do remember the room turning against him like Instantly. on, on mass pretty yeah. quickly. It was like Tim Platt was there. It was like all the sweethearts. Yeah. And yeah. it was just like quiet. Do you yeah. think that guy thought of himself as the Joker? <laughs> he was weird. Even like everyone was kind of like cold on it. People started booing, I think, at, at a point. And then he was like, what, you think you're going to get me off the stage? You're not getting me off the stage. This is my time. This is my three minutes. And it's like efficiency, Mike. So they have the time counting down behind him. He's still like a minute and a half. And then he just turned and he like looked at the time and he was like, ah, never mind. <laughs> and like got off the stage and it was just a really bizarre Damn, that's, that's so annoying, like, that kind of guy that, like, is an asshole, and then he's like, oh, it looks like I'm a hipster, Mike. Nah, yeah. it's a Brooklyn Mike. You're not yeah. gonna like it. It's like, you're being a dick, dude. Like, yeah. I do remember, I think I did have to go up after you him. Had to, you went up right after yes. him. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. What did you say? And you said, that was hard. I was like, I... I'm gonna do my bit. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna parse the wheat from the chaff from that guy's set, okay? Because he made some bad... Bad points, but he also makes really good <laughs> points. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> that's funny. I remember you just got up and did your your. You were like maybe wearing your contacts even and did your poly guy character. I bet you weren't wearing the contacts, but you did. Um, you know your whole thing. That's wow. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't let it shake you gra gracefully. <laughs> went right into my bed that has nothing to do about anything that's going on you know i think no crowd work yeah. no acknowledgement you know i think i think that i'd like to think that i would have uh been mad at the guy and stood up for you but i think if i'd been in that room i would have just killed myself <laughs> 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 going to the back, you just safely been going to the bathroom. You're a gunshot. <laughs> just like, just grab a fork and eat it, and let it go sideways down my throat. It's like nothing. The guys talk. The guys like, well, you know, like I know Louis C.K. is a bad guy, but like I did like some of his comedy, like before, like really early on in his career. And you see Felipe, he's just stabbed like, into his own eye. <laughs> Yeah, just just getting on a chair, trying to take the the light bulb out of the socket. Just put my fingers. In. <laughs> <laughs> well. Thanks to the thanks to the good people at Moderna, Pfizer, and Johnson and Johnson, it will not be long before we can live a moment like that once again. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's I was awesome. just thinking yes. about that moment. I was thinking about oh, remember the time at the um, 
the women from Mars, Mike, where the two guys got in a physical fight Wait, in the what? back and they're like rolling around on the ground. I was not yeah, there. What? there was, there was there a fight over that. And I don't even know it. I wasn't even hear what was said. They just got into a thing and were literally like punching on each other and rolling. And but the way that like two people who don't know how to fight are like just sort of impotently it's just like, like a pathetic. Ah. Show. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of nuts. It's true. That's the only thing that 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 will that's standing between me and happiness i guess is getting or, or, back to the mice yeah exactly exactly what i need is is just a night of watching my friends get sexually harassed while i stand limply by <laughs> and think what should i do funny. yeah mariah apparently followed the guy up the stairs into the bar to like tell him off but she said she like kind of was starting to cry and like couldn't really like get him or whatever because she was just Damn. upset it was like and you never saw that guy again and i never saw that guy again he was Band, but no one knew who he was and and he yeah, just didn't he it wasn't like back. anybody had to uh flex muscle to keep him out yeah and in fact if he had tried to get in they wouldn't have been able to keep him out <laughs> no they would have just, <laughs> they, would have just would have him, they would just let him exactly. go on stage <laughs> <laughs> like, well, ah. he, he's in the name of the bucket and he waited ah, he's banned but he's here what am i gonna do <laughs> yeah but it was just funny i don't know I, I made this point already but i'm just gonna make it again to think like you waited an hour for your turn at the mic and then you got up there and you're like i'm gonna use my three minutes to just be like really mean <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't know what what's going through that guy's head i'll have to find him and ask a, lot him, of make a little documentary about that yeah. a lot of anger you know people don't talk about incels anymore i think incels have had their moment and they're kind of they all got, had, got laid they all got laid yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. We're all forgot incels about it. now because of covid yeah it's mm. true have you seen that a graph that says that male virginity is up by a, a bajillion percent no. <laughs> you didn't see this graph? I don't look at those graphs. I bet that makes you pretty excited, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, why? Because Sarah wants to have sex with virgins? Yes, because I want to have sex with virgins. Yeah. Ah, okay. I, guess, yeah, I think that... Like, whatever. I like teaching people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're very receptive. Um, why do you think... Why do you think so much male virginity has gone up? I think because... Uh, I think because um, it's hard, harder to have sex now than it was in the past, you know? Well, because, I, yeah. because there's like new, there's like, because they came out with penis two <laughs> and penis two is a whole new set of rules. Um, I think people are kind of looking for love. I think boys are smarter now, and they're just like looking boys for love. Boys are looking for love too. Wow. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Boys aren't toxic and they anymore. Don't that's just, the reason. And they just they don't want to give it away willy nilly. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think there's a positive version of why that would be, which is that well, if people are learning about consent culture and less sexual assault is happening at a young age, when I think it happens a lot, and people pressure people into having sex, then it's probably good. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, yeah. Yes. So, but I, I don't know if that consent culture awareness being raised among teenagers would really lower the sex rate that significantly. I have yeah, no I mean, idea, if, like, if it went up to like 45% of men not having sex from like 17, then it's like, that's a whole lot of men who are getting laid yeah. non-consensually. I think, yeah. I think men know that their virginity is their greatest asset. They don't, yes, and they should... They don't want to give it away. Families so have started yes. giving away their sons <laughs> yes. with a cow. <laughs> my pure son. <clears throat> and when he the, he has sex, they put a rag on his penis to see if it's <laughs> if it's snapped. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do do that. <laughs> they do do that, right? They do do that. I um, 
my my losing my virginity was is funny is I always heard people before I lost my virginity people say like oh like losing your virginity isn't really a big deal like it's not it's not, it's not a big deal it's not, it's not going to be like super eventful and stuff and I remember being like how how is it not a big deal is I have this thing that I want to get rid like I want to have sex so much and like mm. of course it's going to be a big deal and I I don't think about losing my virginity ever and you know it's not it's not like a big it's not like a big moment or hey mm. what's up man yeah can we get you something or <laughs> Will's trying to be a babe for the chat. Yeah, look at Will's about to pass back through the frame. Check this out. <laughs> Will comes in Ooh. in like a speedo. <laughs> um, of course, it's different for everybody. I think about it. Every, I think about it every day, yeah, and I thank my lucky stars that it happened. <laughs> a lot of Felipe's work is all around yes. the yeah. loss of his virginity. Yes, he's pitching and, a show about yeah. it. <laughs> the day leading up to it, and yeah. Yeah, the day after, of course. Yeah. No, and I think I've said this before. I uh, I don't even I don't remember the act of losing my virginity. I just it's like not a. You don't remember it. I don't remember it. I just don't remember it. I remember in who a, I was with, in but a it's just like negative way. No, just in a like meaningless. Like I just can't picture like that day. I think because I had sex with that person then so many times in such similar circumstances. Oh, that I, I can't understand. Remember. Yeah, like there's just no specific. Like oh yeah, and then we were hanging out, and then we went back, and then we lit a candle. And then we huh. ate and we ate melon. And then we delicious honeydew. Laughed. Uh, yeah. I remember I ha- would drink a lot of diet coke before I had sex because I wanted up. to stay awake. Yeah, and I didn't uh, want to be tired. <laughs> really? Really? Yeah, and really be present. Dude, I, I bet that makes your semen radioactive. <laughs> yeah, I think it came out glowing. <laughs> yeah, and turns, bubbly. That turns your semen into aspartame sugar. Yes. Well, I think what they when you don't know about sex, I guess. Before before you have it is, is sex is a big deal but any any individual sexual act can be a kind of mundane sort of experience yes. you know what i mean yes. so it's it's on on aggregate it's a big deal but but uh yeah anyways yeah i also remember i just had so much fear that like sex was gonna hurt i feel like that's what women what women are taught about losing their virginity as a way to make them sort of wary of it it's like it's gonna hurt really bad it didn't hurt also thought that about like putting tampons in. it's gonna hurt really bad it didn't hurt so the, this is what i would teach if i had a child that had a vagina i would just be like don't worry so much about stuff hurting it's it's okay <laughs> it's gonna be okay mm. no yeah i don't know childbirth probably does hurt but short of yes. that like some people say hey he the baby slipped out i've heard that some people say the baby slipped out so just don't worry yeah, yeah don't worry, worry about breaking worry. your arm and, or something and no one tells you that trying to be a comedian is actually really going to hurt and take a mm-hmm. long time and be mm-hmm. incredibly painful yeah. you're going to lose your way and you're yeah, going to not exactly. know which way's up which way's yeah, yeah nobody yeah. ever says yeah. that <laughs> yeah are you being are you joking right um i guess the uh, the truth is that people do say it all the yes. time so they're yes i am joking yes but i guess I did not know. I didn't know how. You what didn't it listen was to. You made it weird. I did. <laughs> you got to listen to every WTF with Mark Maron, and then you find out what it's like. No, I did. I remember the pro- the the like summer before I moved to New York. What when I was living with you or living in the same city as you, Felipe? I was listening to WTFs like every day. Like really, th- like two a day. You know. Holy crap! Holy shit, dude! Really? <laughs> Whoa. Can you believe it? Two a day? Yeah. Holy wow. Shit. But <laughs> oh my he never God. talks to people who, who are 
it, anyways, it's harder. It's it's no, harder than I thought it was. Dude, gonna be. I was thinking. Think it was I was thinking. Be? I know he's bad, but in one of the Louis C.K. interview, he says that he describes a moment where he was like literally about to quit. Yeah. And I always think about that. Louis? Like, yeah, he was like, I was. There was a time in my life where I was about to quit, and then the die that night, I got a phone call to yeah, do something. But he was gonna quit. So if you think of him. He was gonna. So quit. if you feel like you're thinking of quitting, that actually means you're right on track. And yeah, yeah exactly. another ten years. Yes. <laughs> You'd have to be a fool not to think of that. Yes. Carly says, "What if someone lost her virginity easily and said the penis slipped in, like the baby slipped out?" Huh. Well, to me, that would sound sort of rational. It, I feel yeah. like I guess you got really wet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it slipped in and out many times. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe I'm sort of missing the. I like the idea of. A- a penis is something that you kind of drop on the floor and then it like slithers around and mm-hmm. slithers up into oh, someone yeah. and finds them and slips in. I'm sure that's somebody's fetish. <laughs> Disembodied snake penis. So don't penis. talk about it like it's a joke or we're, gonna, we're editing it out of the recorded episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, like, I like the idea of the penis being like a glow stick that you have to crack in order for it to start working. <laughs> and then it starts to then you can, you're off to the races. You don't like that. Yeah, I do like that. I mean, if it was, if it was the way it was, then it would probably <laughs> feel pleasurable yes and i wish it lasted as long as a glow stick does <laughs> <laughs> yeah this guy he's gonna yeah. call it the, he's a he's the one the two minute wonder right <laughs> <laughs> no we don't talk like that with each other that's not kind of the personality we have yep. yeah we mostly true. talk about shit about, about drama and other people's stuff and yeah. and we we thought this is so fun. It's so fun to talk shit about people. We should start a podcast. And then as soon as we started it, we realized we can't talk about any of that stuff. So we kind of have to talk about just the things that come into our head. That's right. That's right. We have to wade into the dangerous territory of half remembering the news and like, (laughs) exactly. And like pot, like activism and labor politics and things like that. Yes. Yes. And we find, we, we find what we ourselves think are such interesting things to say about comedy and about our little friend groups and stuff. Yeah. But none of it makes sense. Interesting things like losing your virginity is not that big of a deal. Sarah, do you want a little toffee? Do you think I didn't know? Yeah. Do you think when anyone's having a baby that the baby they take the baby out and the doctor's like oh, I'm gonna take a little break and then the baby slips back in and then the person's like ah oh, fuck the baby slipped I'm back sure in. I'm sure at least once. <laughs> she got a toffee. Is it wait? I don't want a toffee, so it don't offer me one. It's chocolate with toffee on it. No, it's just toffee, I think. Okay. I wouldn't know to take a little toffee break. What kind of Re- nuts is it's it? really sweet. What so. kind of nuts is it? I'm allergic to uh, chestnuts. Uh, almonds. <laughs> okay, cool. Chestnuts. Chestnuts. Yeah. Damn, chestnuts are really soft, aren't they? I'm not sure what this story is with chestnuts. What a what a teeny tiny little bite you took, Sarah. <laughs> See, I would I would look at that and think that's that whole thing is going in my mouth, and it, it wouldn't even be enough to, to be how filled I wanted my mouth to be. <laughs> Your teeth wouldn't even crunch it because exactly, it would go past exactly, the distance exactly. of it. Exactly, it would just go straight inside your mouth. I, I, if you had handed that to me, I'd be like, "Do you have five more of those?" <laughs> Whereas I took, what, there's got to be like a hundred more bites that size that I. You remember when Squidward was doesn't want to eat the Krabby Patty and then SpongeBob finally makes him eat it and then he makes his teeth come out like a horse and he grabs the yes. smallest yes. little fiber yes. of patty? I do remember that. that so and funny. he freaks out because Krabby Patty is the greatest thing. Yeah. 
yeah ever made or i mean that's not or it yes yes he gets addicted then and he has to break into the burger vault and spend finds it. you know when his face slides all the way up to yeah. the top of his head <laughs> you like smiling. granny candies yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw there's this meme going around. Someone got a tattoo of SpongeBob with his face like that, and it says, "Because in the in the show he goes, you like Krabby Fannies, don't you, Squidward?" <laughs> but in the tattoo he's saying, "You like heaven, don't you, mommy?" And then Aww. it has their mom's birthday and death date, and he's looking up at heaven. Wow, what a tattoo, right? You did a really good rhythmic impression of that SpongeBob line. Really, thank yeah, you. I yeah. I think SpongeBob is like right in my lane of the kind of voice I can imitate because it's in my it's in my like pitch. I have a high pitched voice, so I can kind of imitate SpongeBob. What about you? You can't. This is my imitation of Felipe. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> when Will and I are imitating Felipe, that's the voice we do. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when when Will and I were in middle school and we made little cartoons together, I was the one with the deep voice. Really? Yeah. And then he and then he leapfrogged me and got the deeper voice. Hmm. Wow. Did you register that when it happened? You're like, oh, Will's got the deeper voice. I think in retrospect it became clear. I remember when my Adam's apple came in. Really? When I was in middle school Let and high school. It. What? Let me look at it. Holy crap. Hmm. I remember getting it and I thinking this looks this is gonna look so sick when I get it and it's gonna be <laughs> huge. Yeah. Don't have one? That's I feel funny. like I don't have a big That's one. funny. I remember thinking I wasn't gonna have nice tits and then I got them and I was like, all right. That's pretty cool. Did wow. did it happen swiftly? So swiftly. Wait, really? what how swiftly? Imperceptible. A day? A, in a day I went to school one day When I got home in the afternoon I was like oh, Holy crap <coughs> Mom I gotta go to the store The, the bra store Yeah You ate You drank a bunch of Mountain Dew And the next yeah. day Your tits were big It's so in, in middle school You know when Kids go away for summer They come back They got boobs They mm -hmm. got deeper voices It's so embarrassing There's something kind of Embarrassing about it There is something embarrassing It's like Oh your body's changing Disgusting yeah, and it's so visible, and there's no way to conceal it, and it's so private. Everybody so sees that. It's like yeah. everybody's clock that you have new boobs or like a new voice. Yeah. Like, did you ha have a period in your life where you were like, "Oh, I hope my penis keeps growing and gets bigger" or something like that? Yeah, when I was in middle school, I was like, I was like, all I would read on Wikipedia about like like sex and stuff and i was like my penis like how long is my penis that's yeah wikipedia page. yes i was that's on wikipedia that, all the time sex. about how long your penis is <laughs> <laughs> that wikipedia page sex <laughs> yeah and what kinds of stuff you got to eat and stuff like that yeah but you know i came in at a modest size and you know i guess i'm happy you. i yeah, hear you brother <laughs> me too me too hell yeah um, yeah, I actually never thought of my, I never clogged my Adam's, in fact, I don't think I have a big Adam's apple, but I never really thought about it, like, coming in, but I do remember when I started having body odor, like, I needed to put deodorant on, I was really embarrassed, and feeling, like, really bad. You were stinky? Yeah, I think that, like, something Aww. about sex ed class and all the, all the changes that we were told we were gonna go through felt, like, just embarrassing to me. It's like it's like everybody's seeing everybody can and everyone's see. Everyone's doing it at a different rate. Yeah. And, yeah. Mm -hmm. and you kind of it's it's sort of a thing too that a third person discovers it about you yeah. and tells you about it rather than you noticing yourself yeah. with a lot of stuff that 
that happens to teens. And I remember there was really stinky kids at school who were like had obviously just started going through puberty who didn't realize that they stunk and like everyone <laughs> knew that that's a stinky kid. <laughs> that was so embarrassing. Yeah. Man, when I was in elementary school, I had this one friend. This is in Argentina, and he really was stinky. Like he smelled like a crap. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I remember I would hang out with him, and I'd be like, "Yo, this guy is stinky as hell." But like poop, like not like bo. He just like like he had crap to smell. And I remember I have this <laughs> very clear memory of like <laughs> telling the teacher. <laughs> you told the teacher. I, I was like, <laughs> "Rat!" I was wow. Like, I, you can't tell the teacher you're a stinky kid. I don't know why. Dude, you got should have gotten a bullet to the back <laughs> of the head. <laughs> Listen to this. So I told the teacher like, you know, "This kid smells like crap." <laughs> rat, you're but, a rat. And he was my friend. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, my friend. I was like, "He smells really bad." And I remember that she, <laughs> she, she put her finger like in his waistband and pulled out to see if there was crap in his. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Wow. That in the United bad. States, that I think that would have been a fire. No, yeah. she just checked it out. She's like, "Does it look like?" <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. But then, but then, <laughs> but then, hey, Felipe, come here, take a look. Hey, I, I got to look too. I got to, I got to look. Down. Wait, you got no, to look No, no, no. It wasn't like she was like, come take a look. It was what? just like she pulled. I was there. I got a peek. I didn't see a crack. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. It's insane as I'm telling. I'm like, really why did this fucked. happen? What a backwards so country. <laughs> so backwards. It's so Jen's underdeveloped. Right. That's right. He's lost <laughs> protections. And, and so then, but then I went back to Argentina now grown up like 25, whatever, went back home and I talked to guys that I went to elementary school and they were like, you remember that guy? Yeah. He smelled like crap. And I was like, I wasn't the only one. I tried to stop him. And they went through high school with him. Damn. It's not good. I don't want to make... I don't want to... He wants to know how guy. old you were for this memory. Mm, I mean, I was younger than nine. I was probably like s- seven, maybe mm. seven or eight. Backwater. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. He was the town <laughs> fool. Yeah, exactly. He was the village fool. <laughs> you could do anything you want. You could pull out his waistband. You could fondle him up a little bit. Just touch his ass to see if there's crap in underpants. Yeah, I, it's funny because I have this memory, but then as I'm telling it to him, I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> I told the teacher. But it did seem like at some point, you're like, you know something's wrong and you're a little kid, and when something's wrong, you gotta tell an adult. It was, ra- there was something wrong, and I wanted it to stop because he was my friend. I was like, I wanna hang out with you, but your smell is so strong. Well, it's it's true that to get the best education, there should really be no boundary between the teacher and the <laughs> yes, student. It's true. <laughs> That's true. Um, well, folks. We're at 9.30. All right. So uh, kind of unceremonious, do we want to say our punch or uh, tagline that we say at the end of every episode? (laughs) 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 What is this? Um, Yeah, man. (laughs) Another great episode. Yeah, man. Another great episode. What is it? No, what is it? It's like... Um, that rocks. <laughs> that rocks. That rocks. Yeah. <laughs> Another episode in the can. <laughs> see you. See you next. See you next time. Time. See All you right. Next time. Okay, guys. Good night. All right. Let's hear that, Jean-Luc. Ponty. Raisin Man Arena.